Hello and welcome to Arcanum Obscura. I'm Chris. I'm Nathaniel. And today we're going to discuss a touchy subject. Yeah, I. it was interesting when you brought this up to me. Yeah. I thought it was going to be kind of fun. I mean, it's probably been done before. Yeah, but we got some like cool like new news stuff. Some little tidbits out. that we have. Yeah. So hopefully it turns out pretty well. Yeah, a little bit to cover. Yeah. I think it'll be interesting. So today we're going to cover the Illuminati. Welcome to Arcanum Obscura. I'm Nate. And I am Christopher. So today we're going to be talking about the... How the Illuminati is fake. Yep. Completely fake. Just, just all lies. All every conspiracy theories. None of it happened. <laughs> okay. <so. laughs> In reality. In reality, we are going to start uh, discussing the uh, Elisa Lamb. Elisa? Is that what we just... Elisa. Elisa. I knew we were going back and yeah. forth a little so, bit. So, yeah, we're going to discuss Elisa Lamb. Um, I know this has been covered a lot before, but there's a... years ago. Yeah. And now, you know, there's YouTube videos, there's podcasts, there's a whole web sleuth community. <clears throat> but since Netflix put out the documentary, we decided it's a good time to cover it. Yeah. But, I mean, they did a really good job, and there's tons of shit on it, so we're going to kind of... You're going to discuss a bit of her life in the hotel tiny tiny bit of her life i don't really have a whole lot of her life in the hotel no before yeah i mean tiny is uh an overstatement (laughs) there i mean there isn't a lot to really discuss about her life before but yes i will be covering some parts and i'm gonna get a little bit into the death and then the conspiracy theories mainly also i'll be covering a little bit of the history of the hotel yeah yeah i said that i wasn't paying attention you got when you watch the documentary nobody says the hotel the same way really it's the hotel cecil but then you get the cecil and the cecil cecil yeah it's like, okay it's whatever. cecil it's though. cecil i don't know why people the cecil hotel the cecil hotel the cecil the szechuan szechuan hotel szechuan the murder capital of the world <laughs> did you actually know this hotel has a nickname it's called it's suicide hotel is it yep that's where i'm gonna go yeah same. When I'm done. That or Japan. Yeah, Okigahara. Okigahara. That's yeah. where I'm going to go. That's where I'm going to go. Yeah. That That's yeah. a better one. Are you going to do what some of the people do and do uh, lines? Jerk off? What? No. They do. They make <laughs> a uh, string? Line. Yes. In case they change their mind? Yep. No, I'm just going to blow my head off right on one of the signs that says, your life isn't that bad. <laughs> it isn't. Now pick my brain fragment out of your fucking sign. Yeah. You're right. It's better now. <laughs> it's a lot better now. Yeah. That's like the most punk thing probably to do. <laughs> Kill yourself just to inconvenience everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think. That... There, oh, speaking of which. Oh, wo- boy. There was a woman at the Cecil Hotel who got into a fight with her husband or boyfriend. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. And she jumped out a window to kill herself. 
right? And kill the guy on the ground. Damn. Now, speaking of inconveniencing people, and she kill yourself. No, they both died. Oh, but that's she totally inconvenienced his family. Yeah, that that that's a little bit different. <laughs> that's actually hurting somebody else as well. But that is kind of weird, funny when you think about it. Yeah. Well, fucking try me. Jumps out a window, lands on the other. She like dude. locked him out the door, out of the apartment, then like dove out the window. <laughs> and yes, I guess the street was crowded because it was back in the day, and she just landed right on some guy. That poor guy. Okay, so uh, go, go. Oh, uh, didn't you say you had something that? That was it. No, because you kind of did a little intro, and I just added to it. Okay, sure. So I'll I'll just cover first of all. The girl who disappeared. Uh, she was 21 when oh, she... wait. And I am not fucking Christopher. <laughs> so don't call me that. <laughs> the, the little parody yep. intro. Yeah. yeah. Don't do that. Yep. Okay, now you can go. I'm still Nathaniel. Yes, you're still Or Nathaniel. Nate. It doesn't matter to me. Or bitch. Now you're just hurting my feelings. Uh, she was 21 when she died. Or when she... Yeah. Yeah, yeah she was 21. Alyssa Lane uh, was born in B.C., British Columbia, Canada in 1991 to two Hong Kong immigrants. On April 30th. Yeah. I had that, so I'm just going to add it in. Yeah. Was it 30th or 30th? April 30th, 1991. Yep. Uh, that, other than that. I'll just add in the other part now. She was also known by her Cantonese name. Yes, you can add that. Lam Ho Yi. Lam Ho- I know she went by her Cantonese name quite often. Yeah, well, since I had that with her birthday and everything, I figured I might as well sure. just so I mean, cover that. There isn't a whole lot of things I'm going to add to that. Uh, she was born and raised in British Columbia. Uh, she went to the University of British Columbia. Uh, and then a few years of doing that, she... That actually ties into one of the conspiracy theories, actually. The fact that she went to UBC? I have friends that go to UBC. I'll, I'll, I'll point it out when I get to that point. Okay. You want to, you want you know if you want me to I can ask some some of my friends that go to UBC. No, there's I'll just tell you when I get to the conspiracy. Okay, it's okay. not really anything about people or anything at the college. It's something that happens at the college. I'll, you'll find. Out. Okay, <laughs> I mean now I'm just more curious. Um, after going to UBC for a little while, she takes a year off and decides she wants to go to California and head down the west coast. I almost said east coast. I think she was actually heading up. I think she oh, started at the she started. The she took yeah. a plane down to California. From what I understand, she was up. heading up. Ah, I see. What I read was it sounded like she was going down too. Because she well, used... from where she was going from, she was no matter where she went in California, was down. No, I'm saying she was going down to California. Yeah, but when she got to California, she was actually traveling up the West Coast. Ah, see what so I from Canada, it's down to right. where you go to California. Right. I know, but I was saying, like, when, when I say going down the West Coast, I meant, like, like starting, starting, top of California and going starting at, in British Columbia and then going down to Oregon. Not Oregon. No, she... Washington. F- from what I understand, she was going to fly into California and okay. work her way up the coast. Uh, everything I read said that she used Amtrak to travel. Yeah. Um, so, uh, she decided she wants to go to California, so she... Decides to book a trip. She goes to California. She uses a lot of the public transportation system within California to visit a lot of places while she was there. She visited the, uh, oh God, as I uh, the San Diego Zoo and some other places around town. She also went to a, a live filming. What? This is something new I learned last night, actually. I, I finished the documentary. So she went to a live filming. Of what? 
It doesn't say what show. But while she was there, she was acting Frasier. weird. Oh. And she wrote a strange note, like, demanding stuff of the host. And she gave it to the staff to give to the host. So they escorted her out of the show. <laughs> and then she also, when she got back to her room, there was actually two other girls staying with her in the same room. And she was acting really, really fucking weird. Really? They think she came off her medication. There was two? And she was leaving notes, sorry, like post-its on their bed saying, like, go away. Where were she staying with two other people? In the Cecil. Wow. I only heard about this part last night. I, so I know she, when, they, when she, which I'm going to cover here in a second, uh, she goes to stay at the Cecil Hotel while in California. I know when she initially stays at the Cecil Hotel that it was her and one other person, but the one other person was complaining to the staff about her, so they eventually... Yeah, they said it was her... two, though. Was oh. Two. They were complaining, and she was leaving notes on their beds that said, like, go away, leave me alone. So they put her in her own room. Yeah. I and thought that was... that was at the beginning. No, it was at, like, I think it was at the very end. Really, what I've read, it said, like, when she first got there, there was only one roommate, and that... She was only there for a few days, though, wasn't That's it? That's true. She was only there for a week, I believe. A week or two. And I think you covered a part about how she technically didn't stay in the Cecil. Mm-hmm. But she technically did. Well, I can cover that right <laughs> now. Um, the Cecil eventually... Uh, so the Cecil Hotel was made in 1924. And it was supposed to be very upscale. It was extremely upscale and at the time. And then it went downhill. Yes, which I will cover more into. Okay. But uh, around, like, I want to say 2011, 10, they just they came up with a new way of them trying to make back their money that they were losing on the Cecil Hotel. Yeah, um, do you cover how it was zoned? Uh, no. It was, um, basically, I don't want to go too far into the, why all the shady people live there, because you're going to get into that, I guess. Uh, I'm going to talk about it a little bit, but yes. During the Depression, the Great Depression, Mm -hmm. people were living there for like three bucks a week or a month. No. So ended up getting zoned as a place for people who were down in their luck, so they couldn't upscale or and make money. So yes that's what and they no. came up with this yeah, thing. Yes and no. It, that's not why they got zoned like that. Well, they, they started got... they started getting plans to redo it and they got like a an order from the state that they can't. That was in like 2000 like the early 2000s, I believe. Yeah, and that's what they not... came up with this little thing mm-hmm. to get around it. So they had a what they decided to do was make some of the floors technically a different hotel yeah it was like i think it was three or four floors were for residents yeah and they had a floor that was a different check-in and a different like they had a whole different lobby yep Yep. and then it was like what three floors were hotel Mm -hmm. then the rest were the old traditional the old ones cecil hotel yeah which a lot of people still lived in uh i think they moved most of the residents to the bottom three floors the permanents i believe so then the other ones stayed in the top ones uh but Alyssa Lane, name? her name? No, the name of the what they called it. I think I did have it written down somewhere, and I don't think I printed it out <laughs> or read it on this one. It was the Midlands? The, no. The Mid? No. Main? I think it was the Main. Mains, something like that. I'll look it up. You go. Okay. Uh, but Lamb lived on these levels. She didn't live on the other ones. So she stayed in this hotel for, I think it was two weeks, before her disappearance. Uh, the hotel was made in 1924 by William Bank Harner, Charles L. Dix, with an X instead of, you know, CK, uh, <laughs> and Robert H. Scorps. 
strokes. It cost $1.5 million to build. Uh, a lot of the tension... What? My Wi-Fi is just lit. Oh. Uh, I lost my spot. There it is. Yeah, my face distracted you. <laughs> That's why I usually wear a bag when I record. Often does. And nothing else. Socks in a bag. It's like, yeah, if I gotta wear socks, it's gay. <laughs> Stay on Maine. It was Maine. It was called Stay on Maine. Right. Yeah. Um, a lot of money went into this hotel, and this was in 1924, and they had the bougiest lobby. Ever. It is still nice. It's still very bougie. It has, and I'm quoting here, uh, the opulent marble lobby was state with stained glass windows, potted palms, and alabaster statues. This was in 1924, and they still have it mm-hmm. to this day. It's funny because in the in the doc uh, the documentary they show people like YouTubers going to visit it because mm-hmm. their business kind of blew up after this case, which is kind of sad. Yeah, that people are so I guess morbid, morbid curiosity. It is very morbid curiosity because you're not. It is. I wouldn't say morbid because you're not like going to look at a body. It's just morbid curiosity about what happened. That's true. You're focusing on something bad, to, but uh, they're always going. Oh, my God. And it's still exactly the same as when she stayed here. It's still exactly the same from, like, the 30s, dude. Yeah. It's still exactly the same. It was like, dude, first of all, it's it's been like that since the beginning yeah, of this exactly. Thing. Secondly, that was in 2013 is when she went missing. It's not that long ago. Yeah. Um, shortly after, five years after the opening of the hotel, the United States fell into a Great Depression. So the hotel... Didn't do so well. But actually, um, a few years after that, in the 1940s, they actually did extremely well. They flourished for like two decades. Yeah. They did extremely well. Uh, after the Great Depression? After the Great Depression. Hmm. Uh, however, this only lasted for a short period of time. I think it was two decades. And then it slowly started to decline as the nearby area known as Skid Row became increasingly more populated with transients. I like that word. I don't know why. Transients. Transients. And as many as 10,000 homeless people lived within a four-mile radius of this place. So that's why I was becoming zoned as that. It wasn't the Great Depression. It was after the Great Depression that caused this. That's what I was trying to get at earlier. Uh, We didn't mention that... uh... When they did break it up to stay mm-hmm. on Main and the Cecil, mm-hmm. all the residents still had to use two elevators. Two elevators? What? There's only two elevators. Oh, shit. There's only two elevators in the whole building? And both the the stay on Main and the Cecil used the same elevators. So you could be going to the bougie-ass stay on Main when they redid it. Yeah. And go into the elevator and see a crackhead shaking. <laughs> Which is a funny thing to think about. It's like you're, you're so That's why they think Elisa might have run into one of those people. Probably. It's definitely possible. Yeah, they, they still had to share the same two elevators. I, what I would have done... Also, there's, there's still the entrance. But it's what still I, on Skid Row. <laughs> yeah, but what I would have done is block off all the bad floors on one elevator and block off the good floors on the other elevator. Yeah, I would have done something akin to that as well. That way one um, elevator goes to the good or floors. Made an, or made a new elevator. Do you know how hard that would be? It would be an external elevator. Yeah. Which is Ooh, possible. Like a glass one. Yeah. But in a be... skid row, people would be throwing rocks through it and shit. Yeah. Tagged within like two weeks. <laughs> I would just block off the bad floors on one and block off the good floors on the it's other. probably a lot easier to do it that way. Call it a day. Um, But that's kind of the big, like the actual history of the hotel itself 
They probably couldn't do that. It'd be kind of a fire hazard. Having it outside? No, doing or, that with the whole... The... No, because you can make the elevator only go so high. That's true. You can stop it from going above the special There's still floors. fire escapes. Yeah, and you so... can stop the elevator from going above a certain point, you know? Mm-hmm. That way it only goes to the top of the special area. So special I, people. I got some trivia, somewhat trivia of the hotel. This is the hotel itself. I'm going to talk about what happened in the hotel um, outside of this case as well after I finish this one. Uh, so there used to be an iconic uh, advertisement on the side of the hotel, which was like they had great rates. It said monthly and weekly. They got. I saw it's of, changed. Yes, it they says got, like hourly. <laughs> no, it's daily. Is it daily? It's daily and weekly. Yeah, and it's like you can tell it's just written yes. over where it said monthly. You can still see some of the smudges where yeah. it used and to it's say like monthly. Hourly is just kind of crushed in, or daily is just kind of crushed over. Which I thought just, was actually really. funny. I thought it was funny it's, when I saw it. Too. <laughs> that's why I wanted to like, add. Oh, it. You could tell they just wrote over it. Uh, you know what I think is kind of funny too that they never fucking repainted the main sign ever. No, the Cecil's yeah. it's all red faded paint. Just fucking go paint it. Yeah, dude. they never. You painted can go out there with a ladder and fix that. Uh, in 2007, a portion of the hotel was refurbished after new owners took over the, uh, from there, which I think was when... Stay on Main? No, it's 2011 when Stay on Main, because that's the next line I have. In 2011, part of the CISA Hotel was rebranded as Stay on Main. Oh, you did have it written. I did have ah. it written. I was just couldn't find it. <laughs> uh, with, sep- with separate receptionist areas during the day. And it was all bright orange. Fa- yeah, with shared facilities, and its official website remained... TheCecilHotel.com. Now, the funny thing is the manager says they couldn't afford to renovate, so they just repainted you know, <laughs> cheap renovations. Repainted new bedding. Well, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I hope thank there's you. more new bedding coming. <laughs> and then it was like all bright oranges, and the staff had bright orange shirts. Yeah. And... Uh, and the next few things I'm going to cover take place after this incident. So okay. I'm, I just want to kind of give uh, everyone a. So do you want me to do? No, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'm just going to give you a – it doesn't – ascertain to this at all okay. but it was just interesting i wanted people to know about the hotel that that's happening to it now um in 2014 the hotel was sold to new york city uh Hodler richard born that's his name for 30 the million born identity yeah right holy shit <laughs> you did he didn't they, they didn't even fucking like what get the word I say, you're not going to haggle a price with fucking Richard Bourne. Yeah, Richard Bourne. Dick Bourne. <laughs> you're going to fucking beat the shit out of you. He's a trained assassin. Um, For $30 million. You want $10? Which... Okay, here's $10. <laughs> Don't kill my family. After which another New York-based firm, uh, Simon Brannon Development, acquired a 99-year ground lease on the property. In 2016, Matt Barron, president of Simon Barron, said he was committed to the preservation of the architecture or historical significance components of the building, such as the hotel's grand lobby, which is funny because they're still keeping the fucking marble alabaster statues and everything else um but his company planned on completely redeveloping the interior and fixing the hodgepodge as he was quoted to say uh work with had been done in more recent years beyond renovating rooms development also plans a gym lounge and rooftop pool so they're trying to bring it back yep to the way they wanted the it. hotel or it was was closed in 2017 the renovation uh, for renovations. The project completion is slated for sometime in 2021. So we'll never be able to visit the traditional Cecil. Anymore. No. Well, they're gonna keep the lobby. 
Yeah, but I mean, like, you can't you'd want to go to the floor. And yeah, you same could. Thing, it just won't curiosity. be the same. Yeah. Main, the stay on I wanted main. to go swimming in the water tank. <laughs> nice. Uh, nice quick dip. <laughs> in February 2017, Los Angeles City Council voted to deem for that. <laughs> voted to deem the Cecil a historic cultural monument because it is representative of an early 20th century American hotel because of the historic significance of the architecture body of the work. And now we're going to talk about We don't really have architecture in America. It's all stolen. Yeah. I mean, true. And what about what about fucking... the Empire State Building? Yeah, but it still uses a lot of like I, that can be said with any. I know, but the top still uses typical uh, Gothic style architecture. You know what I love is the old ass fucking Catholic churches. The, the Gothic style Catholic churches, yeah, are fucking awesome. I they have another style. name. It's not called Gothic. It's like Neo Gothic. I think it's it is. Baroque. Taking a big sip of water. I think, okay, so more. I think uh, <laughs> I think we do have a style in America, but it'd be that fucking shit. Trailer pop park, cult, pop culture. That fucking it was more art though. It wasn't fucking what pop culture. You know, like the fucking uh, the four Campbell soup can painting. It's not architecture, but it's a, that's like the only <laughs> fucking real style of anything. We have those Twinkie Chrome <coughs> trailers you can tie, you know, drag behind your truck. Yeah, I know that's what you're our... talking about. Uh, I'm going to talk about some of the things that happened in the Cecil Hotel throughout its entire Actually, life. I think modern architecture would be considered American. Modern minimalist. Well, you've seen a lot of the houses that we have in, like, subdivisions, right? Right. That's, that's... Fucking identical. Yes. They just flip them back and forth. Pretty American. No, but I mean, like, uh, when you say like modern and minimalist architecture... That's kind of American. True. Yeah. So I guess we do have some. We do. We're just kind of shitty. <clears throat> I'm okay with the minimalist movement. Uh, I I can leave it or take it. I mean, obviously, I my floors white, my walls are white. There's no art. There's nothing. It's just barren. <laughs> I'm just so used to being locked in cell, like padded boy rooms. I just I like to feel. I was gonna go for that mint green hospital color. But I, I decided to go with more cold, just pure white. I'm glad sanitary. we don't have any mint green hospitals anymore. That was such a bad time. In our... You know how much... They used okay. to have mint gonna... green scrubs. I mean, we still do. They're just not as apparent anymore. When I was inpatient on multiple occasions, <laughs> when you're them. laying in that bed staring at a mint green wall, you feel more fucking depressed. Yeah, I'm or sure. Or if it's pure white and sterile looking, mm-hmm. it's just... Paint it fucking some earth tones. So you feel warm and kind of comforted in there. Yeah. Like a dark green. Or a beige. Egg white. No, that's still white. Eggshell white, that's what it's called. Yeah, it's still white, though. Yeah. It's not sterile white, though. It's like a yellowish hue white. It's nice. You got to think, too, if you're in a psych ward, why are you going to paint the walls white? So it makes the blood stick on. That's I mean, shit shows easier. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just paint them crimson and not fucking worry about it. Um, So the first... Documented suicide of the Cecil Hotel occurred on the evening of January 22nd, 1927, when Percy Ormond Cook, 52, shot himself in the head while inside the, his hotel room after failing to reconcile with his wife and child. The Los Angeles Times reported that he was rushed to the receiving hospital with a slim chance of survival. He died. Yeah, mm-hmm. death records reveal that he died the same evening. So From accidental uh, drowning. 
Oh, God, that would be funny. The next reported death occurred in 1931 when a guest, W.K. Norton, died in his room after taking poison capsule. Which, who? Was he a fucking spy? That's what I was about to say. He flips open his tooth and bites the capsule. Like, why does this man have a poison capsule and why did he kill himself? Maybe he was in the army. Didn't they give them cyanide capsules? Who? Maybe the guy was in the army at some point. I don't know if the army gave cyanide capsules. I think they did in, like, when you Korea were with... and shit. In case you got captured. That's only if you're, like, in another country. Why would they give him one? No, maybe he was the... and he still had it. Oh, that's very possible. Yeah. Did you know that the CIA used to make, like, pens that had cyanide capsules in them? Wasn't there something they teach you, like, to bite your tongue off, too, or something? E- not really. I know the CIA used a bunch of different ones. There was actually a very famous spy who was a Russian uh, uh, defector, kind of. He sold a lot of things to the United States, and he, whenever they were giving him... The, he his The only reason why he agreed to do it was his one stipulation was he needed a cyanide pill in his glasses. In case he got captured? Yep. Do you remember when uh, the Russians... Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. I'm confusing that. It's the opposite way. They normally had... It in your glasses. He wanted it in his pen. So whenever they, the KGB eventually found him, he was like, "All right, I'll write my confession, but I want to use my pen." And they gave him his pen, and he bit it. And they said he was dead before he hit the ground. Did you, you remember when the Russians gave us that like, <clears throat> uh, like wooden crest to hang on the wall? Did you ever hear about that? No. What? <laughs> it was like a national, like a United States <sighs> national seal. They gave us as a gift. Oh, that can only be good And they hung it things. in the office. And inside of it was a... It was like a battery-less recording device. It was a transmitter that didn't need power. That's weird. And it was transmitting everything they were talking about. <laughs> and they eventually figured it out, and they found it. It was just inside the wooden seal that they they gave us. That's goofy. You can look, You should look it up. It's funny. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we'll just take this gift from the Russians and put it right in this really high, you know, you know secure area and... Talk about a lot of important shit in front of it. So, yeah, the poisonous capsule. Throughout the 1940s and 50s, more suicides at the Cecil Hotel occurred. In 2008, two long-term residents referred to the Cecil as the suicide. It was the Cecil. Cecil. And then someone laughed at him and they jumped off the building. And it became a popular nickname in social media years later. Uh, Room Spook, a website that tracks hotel deaths, lists at least 13 suicides that happened at the hotel. That's yes. not that much over that how long it's been there. That's ones that are current day. Oh, okay. I, I don't think those, those include, are yesterday. Yeah, I don't think those include the ones that happened in the forties and fifties. Those only account twenty twenty one so far. <laughs> um so this one is a bit more gruesome and uh so kinda like trigger warning, I guess would be the best one. I just said it was gonna blow my head off on a sign that says your life's not that bad. Yeah, but this one's kinda rough. In 1964, a retired telemarketer named Pigeon... Oh, God. (laughs) Pigeon Godley uh, Osgood, who had been a well-known and well-liked long-term resident at the hotel, was found dead in her room. She had been raped, stabbed, beaten, and and her room ransacked. I think I heard about that one. Jacobs B. Elingzer was charged for Osgood's murder, but was later cleared. Her murder is still unsolved. Um, perhaps most infamously in 1980s in the 1980s the hotel may have been the residence of a serial killer Richard Rams- 
Ramirez. Ramirez. Yeah. I almost fucked that one up. The Night Stalker himself. Yep, nicknamed the Night Stalker. Ramirez was a regular presence on the Skid Row area of Los Angeles, and according to a hotel clerk who claims to have spoken to him, Ramirez is rumored to have stayed at the Cecil for a few weeks. Ramirez may have engaged in part of his killing spree while staying there. Yeah, I got... Another serial killer, Austria, uh, the Austrian Jack... The uh, what? I don't know. You. Read I don't it. know why I wrote it like that way. <laughs> Austrian Jack Underwidge stayed at the Cecil Hotel in 1991, possibly because he sought to copy Ramirez's crimes while there. He strangled and killed at least three sex workers, for which he was convicted in Austria. I don't. Know. Is it Austria? Did I write Austria and meant Australia? It might be Austria, and I might have. <laughs> uh, he hanged himself shortly after his conviction. And one last thing to kind of add to that is there was a rumor and kind of like almost a story on how uh, people saw, I can't remember her name, the lady, the Black Dahlia, was seen at the Cecil Hotel's bar. Was she ever there? No. Uh, That's a thing. What's her name? Something short. Yeah. It was like Hertz. Her last name is Short, I believe. I don't remember. Um, but there was there was rumors that she was last seen there, at the bar. But this was later disproven because yeah, Elizabeth Short. Elizabeth Short. Yeah. Uh, this was later disproven because there's police reports showing the last place she was was a different hotel on the other side of town. So it was like, <laughs> yeah, no, okay, that's so not true. I but I want to add that because people thought for a long time that this was the case. I want to add a little to your Ramirez thing. Sure. Do you know what one of his major downfalls was? No. His shoes. What? He kept leaving feet print at all the crimes, and that's how they found them. That's how they tied all the crimes together. And to add to it... Feet prints or like... A shoe prints. Shoe prints. Okay. Yeah, it was a certain type of shoe, and they were finding bloody shoe print at every crime. They were oh. like on people when they stomped on them. Gotcha. That's how they tied all of his crimes together. To add to the Cecil part, though, supposedly he would come back after a murder throw his clothes in a dumpster and just walk through the hotel covered in blood in his underwear. Oh, my God. Back to his room. Yeah, that that doesn't raise any just, eyebrows no. whatsoever. Okay, so I'm going to do a little bit, and then we'll take a break. Okay. Okay? Sounds so good. Elisa's body was found on February 19th in the water tank on top of the Cecil Hotel, um, which I guess everybody knows that by now. Yeah, it's kind of the... <laughs> it's, she was, it's like that in the video are like the two big things about yeah. the whole case. Um, the reason she was found is guests had begun to complain about the water, um, the water itself being, tasting weird, being discolored. Smelling weird. And the, uh, water pressure. So the maintenance worker went up to see what the problem may be, and he discovered a body, which was later identified as Elisa Lamb. She was actually found floating up, face up, naked. Mm -hmm. Her clothes were in a tank with her. And the tank was shut. Which is... Odd. Tricky. Yeah. Kind of hard to do. Like, I think you could do it. Like, I think you'd have to, you'd have to strip, throw your clothes in, sit down on the lip, bring the lid down so it's almost closed, slip in, <laughs> let the lid close behind you. Or... Why would you do that? Or you put the... You go in with clothes and then close it behind you and you try to speed rush taking your clothes off. Yeah, you can do that in the dark, in the water. You can't take your clothes no, you off can't. No, I dark? said you can do that. Oh. I said you can. You'd be in the dark in I the water were... so it wouldn't be as easy. No, it's you don't need a scene to take your clothes off. In the water doesn't mean Like that trick about uh, if you're drowning, you take your pants off, you tie the ends in knots, and you swing it in the air over your head to get air into them, and you put it around your neck to float. 
Yes. Try and do that while you're treading water. I can do it. It's not fun. It'll... You're not going to be treading water when you're taking your pants off. You're going to be going under for a little bit. So if you're going to do it, do it in the beginning. You can float. You'll be all right. Yeah. You know, if you just ingest and inhale a lot of water, you'll be more buoyant. <laughs> yeah, just become drink the one. Ocean. Just become one with the ocean. Just drink the ocean. Drink and pee at the same time to propel yourself. Oh, my God. Salt water is good for you, yes, historically. So, um, <laughs> Fuck so she, train we, of thought. you covered how she wanted to travel the West Coast. Yes. But uh, she, there was terms to her traveling. Yes. Her parents said she had to contact them every day, which she did up until February 1st, the day that she was scheduled to actually check out of the hotel. Mm-hmm. So she was actually supposed to be leaving that day, too. Um. Her parents, like, immediately contacted the LAPD because she called every day. Over the next few days, an extensive search was done of the hotel, and they really didn't find shit. They even brought in search dogs. They searched every room systematically. Mm-hmm. Uh, they yes. searched to the extent they legally could. Yeah. They brought in a search dog who actually picked up a scent that of her on the win- uh, window on the floor she was staying on. Did it lead that to went the to a fire, fire escape? Yes. Yeah. Um, I do remember, because the police start going through her Tumblr posts. They're trying to find anything. And I swear I remember hearing that her Tumblr posts were still going after she disappeared. I heard that rumor too, but I think that was more of a Supposedly someone said they might have been, well, someone said they might have, she might have used that auto feature. There she was might have also, pre-written some yeah, stuff. there's also timed posts. Yeah, so Tumblr. some people, so that could have been a possibility. So aside from her Tumblr posts, which didn't really shed much light on stuff. They had the camera footage, which everybody knows about. The CCTV footage? Yeah. yeah. And there was tons of footage. And me and you were just talking about this. How they were saying there was so much footage to go through, but I don't think there should have been. Yeah. Just watch her floor the day she goes missing to start. I, realistically, all you had to do was watch the elevator. That's what I'm saying. The elevator on the Shh. floor she's on the day she goes missing. If you don't see her, go to the day before. Then just go floor to floor at that timestamp mm-hmm. and see where the or, elevator Or comes the out. entrance and exit. Well, they did Either. do the entrance next because she never left the building. Yeah. So, so I don't think they should have been as much as they said, but I think they were trying to look for any kind of evidence. I, also, I think this was in, like, 2013 when cops aren't very technical savvy. So they probably were like, we need to go through every single they, recording. probably a little tech savvy by this point. You, you saw the pe- two people who had to go through it. Yeah. They were older than you and me. It also got, uh, it started with, I think, 18 people. Yeah. Investigating, it got cut down to like a few because there's a cop was, killer. Yeah, there was who a cop was a killer. cop. Yes, and he said killing people, so they had it to was, focus on that. If I remember correctly, it went from like eighteen to four. Yeah, four or eight like or something like that. So, aside from the elevator footage, they really had no leads. So they released the footage to the media. They, no, they released it to YouTube. No, they to the news. I know they did both. And then a news, then it got to YouTube from other people. I thought they posted no. it on YouTube. No, not that I know of. If I'm, they were matter. also putting up uh, flyers. <laughs> Typical, you know, usual stuff they do. Yeah. This is weird. And, like, the only thing that they could verify from the footage is that she never left the hotel. Unless she went through an, uh, an exit that wasn't being wanted. Yeah. So, I saw the footage, you know, a few years back. It's fucking weird. 
I saw it and it had no idea what it was. I honestly, I was. Young. I was always research, like looking at shit like this, though. I was young and had no idea what I was looking at. I was, I was like, young I don't give and a shit. Naive. <laughs> so obviously, if you've seen the footage, young, dumb, and I'm sure you've seen this. The footage. Uh, she's acting really weird. Um, they did debunk the thing about the elevator door not closing. Yeah. Because the very last button she pushed, because people went to the hotel, looked at the panel, is the open, stay open stay button. Stay open button. Yeah. Which keeps the door open for two hours. Two now, hours? Two, 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 two minutes. Holy shit. I almost that, said two days next. That's a good fucking <laughs> stay open button. It keeps it open for two minutes. So um, I think she pressed it. Looks like she pressed the button a couple times. I think so. Also, uh, this isn't a documentary, so if you haven't seen the documentary, check it out. Um, the footage was fucked with. <laughs> yes, it was edited. Yeah. Although, like, I, you know, they keep trying to say that someone at the hotel did it, but you saw that fucking timestamp. I can't figure out how to fucking do that. Yeah. And I fucking went to college for that shit. They just waved him. That's really fucking... It. It's not that easy to do whatever the fuck they did, because you would have had to blur out the background and put in yeah. fake timestamps. It was really it's weird. Not. It's not even fake timestamps. It's just like... They put in, like, a, just a distorted timestamp. Yeah. But you can't distort just a timestamp like, without distorting this, the background. This timestamp, like... So would it looks like skip someone skip at sometimes yeah and then go backwards at sometimes it almost looked like someone took the whole chunk of video footage they had and overlaid a fucked up timestamp over the old one because you can see white behind the black so. right so that's my best guess uh one of the things people are pointing out which i showed you mm-hmm. was the foot outside the door yes which is bullshit yeah, we, I, I watched the video just today again and with him. They point out that the shoes look different than hers, but if you go and watch the video, stare at her feet. She looks like she's wearing sandals, but whenever there's a shadow on her feet, they look like black shoes. Yeah. They don't look like sandals anymore. And then at the and then end of the video... she pivots yep. at one point that shows that she does move weird like that. She'll step and she'll pivot till her foot turns 90 degrees. Mm-hmm. And that's what it looks like she did. It looks like the back of her foot. Because she's pivoting at the point of that foot. If that was someone's foot, it'd be sticking fucking through her. Yeah. Or between her legs or something. <laughs> so that's The bullshit. shoe looks like hers anyways. Yeah, it looks like the back of it. It looks like the back of her shoe. Yeah. So I call that one bullshit. Uh, secondly, when she exits the elevator, because one of the things people were saying is that someone was holding the button, mm-hmm. which now that we know that she pushed the stay open button, that gets rid of that idea. Yeah. But the, if somebody was out there, she steps out of the elevator, she slides along the left wall. She'd bump into whoever the fuck was holding the button. True. So they couldn't And the way she there. looks outside the elevator. Oh, I got that. You got it? Yeah. You'll Each time, because they kept saying somebody was holding the button, someone to the left, because that's the direction she went. Yeah. But every time she looks out the elevator, she looks to the right and focuses on something to the right. It's true. So unless that little chunk of time, which they estimate to be about 52 seconds had a person walking by from the right, which is very possible. It could have been a hotel staff, and they just cut that chunk out quick. Yeah, it's weird. So unless there was was somebody to the right who followed her to the left and that got cut out, that's all we know about that. Uh, So (laughs) you distracted me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was like... So anyway, if you believe that... Like I said, I don't believe the the second of that foot theory. Either way, something strange happened to an innocent woman. So we know that much. Um, I think it was foul behavior. Foul behavior, personally. Foul. But her death is listed as an accidental drowning. And I don't think we'll ever know unless someone comes out. 
says it. Yeah, or more evidence is maybe if the rest of the video is found. Yeah, like the missing chunk. Yeah. Now, the funny thing is I was thinking about that. With computer forensics, you can pull stuff from the hard drive. But CCTV overwrites itself every few days. It's going to yes. be written over, overwritten so many times you're not going to get also, shit. You cannot pull anything. It's 2013, anymore. so they could have it on a hard drive. It could have also been – it looks old. It could have been like a cassette. Yeah, and again, they're overwritten over and over, so you yeah. can't even pull fragmentation from shit like that. You can get – I know there's some way You can get magnetic of, readers to pull VHS. Yes. But like I said, every, like say – if it was a cassette, it's being overwritten every few hours. It's true. So you'll never be able to pull anything. Wouldn't they have the original ones in evidence? It still would have been 11... What day did she disappear? Uh, 13th found on the 19th, so six days of being overwritten. So if they still have the original, you can get it. That's only six days. You might be able to pull some shit from You might be able to do it. If technology gets better, maybe... Okay, so now we are going to take a momentary break. We are going to take a momentary vow of silence. <laughs> it's a short vow. Our vow is over. So we get to talk. How many Hail Marys did you say? I don't know. I don't even know one Hail Mary. I don't know any of the Hail Marys. It's a fucking football play. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes. Technically the truth. Yes. I don't know what the Hail Mary is. Okay. So now we're going to talk about some conspiracy theories. One that is highly unlikely, but I like it the most. Some I'm just going to kind of skim through because they're just dumb. <laughs> I know okay. what happened, and we discussed this yesterday, and I'm going to bring it up at the end. You know what happened? Oh. Yeah. The, what I sent you last yeah. night. Yeah, we know. We know who did it. We know who we did know. it. We know. And we're not going to tell anybody until you listen to our whole fucking episode. <laughs> cliffhanger. We're going to keep you here. Is it a cliffhanger? It's going to be a bait and switch. Ah, I'm going to say Barney did it at the end. Fuck, now we can't use Barney. <laughs> okay, so first we have the suicide theory. And I say fucking forget about it. If you're going to kill yourself, you're not going to do it in one of the worst ways to die ever. It's also a very, not just the worst way to die. It seems overly complicated yeah. to kill yourself this way. You have but to I somehow mean, make it onto the roof, somehow make it into the tank, and then close it, and then get naked. Yeah. And also drowning and burning, like I said, they're the two worst ways to die. Yeah. Because uh, if you've ever seen anything about drowning, people go down in cars, you turn into a fucking animal. They find nail scratches through the plastic and in the metal in cars and fingernails ripped off as you fight to get out. So it's not easy to fucking... You wouldn't do this. Uh, Also, this is going to kind of sound like... Go on. I can't think of the word, so I'm going to use typecasting for for the word for this part. Um, In suicide cases involving women, they don't usually want to be found looking horrible they tend to to overdose and they tend to get dressed up and put makeup on that is true it's not in all cases no i've definitely seen it a lot in most cases predominantly when women commit suicide they don't want to be found as a bloated corpse naked i think it's also men too because most of the suicides i see men will do stuff dress up some do 
Yeah. Predominantly, when that happens, it's usually females. When they commit suicide, they don't want to be found looking awful. Guys, mm. more abrupt about it, like suicide, like shotgun. Yeah. That was a murder. <laughs> that was a murder. Kurt Cobain was definitely a murder. Yeah, his, his girlfriend shot him. No, he blew his own head off and wiped his fingerprints off the gun. Typical. <laughs> Typical. Typical of Kirk and put it to the side of him, too. Did you see that Norwegian, uh, was it Norwegian? That Norwegian metal band that used the lead singer's suicide picture as, like, their album cover? No. Yeah. They got a lot of shit for it, huh? Uh, oh, yeah, they did. I bet you their career's over. Nope. People still, yeah, you got the fucked up people. No, it was, like, like the underground kind of metal uh, band. There was a video game from Japan that got released on Nintendo. And in the background, after a certain scene, like a, you died or you won or something, there was a scene of a guy who was dead, and it was a real fucking like politician from another country that was killed. Oof. Um, there's a dead body in Wizard of Oz. No, there's not. They proved it wrong. Oh, did they? A midget doesn't hang himself. A midget doesn't hang himself. <laughs> That's what it supposedly was. was I never saw A midget swinging it. from a rope in I've the back. Never they said it's a bird. Okay, so I'm not going to say they proved it wrong, because they said it was one of the weird exotic birds they had in the set. Yeah. But I do remember seeing it. It does look like someone swinging from a fucking rope. Yeah. Probably not someone killing themselves. I think they would have fucking caught that. Yeah. Like, you know, we were filming at this angle today, and there was someone who's hung himself. Let's check the footage. Also, this was back in... When was the Wizard They also was? drugged up the actress. <laughs> they did. When they wanted her to be happy, they gave her uppers. When they wanted her to look sad, they gave her down her. She got drug addicted because of that movie. Damn. Yeah, acting was tough back then acting's tough now <laughs> what are you talking about when you can't act and you take drugs to go up and down <laughs> there was actually something interesting about that movie that i never knew about until recently what's that in the very beginning when she's balancing along the fence and she falls in the pig pen and everybody freaks the fuck out it's because pigs will eat her <laughs> pigs will eat her yes interesting pigs aren't they can but if she felt the thing is like they take the tusks off pigs because if a pig scents blood they go into a frenzy. Yes, that's why they freaked out because if she fell and got cut and the pig smelled the blood they would have frenzied her. I gotcha. That's, that's why they actually freaked out in that scene. It was uh, implied that they're farmers; they know what could happen. They rushed to get her out. I gotcha. Not just oh she fell in the mud. Let's uh, freak out. <laughs> I've never watched The Wizard of Oz. Really? You should. Yeah. It's at least worth watching once. Nope. <laughs> Yeah, you're the hipster. That's the cool. hipster that doesn't want to well watch known The pop... Wizard of Oz? That would be I a think... definition of a hipster. You don't want to watch the trendy, no, well-known, I, popular I thing. I think at this point, <laughs> hipsters would want to watch The Wizard of Oz. It's like, look at... No, because it's still popular. Black and white movies were the best kind of It's movie. not black and white. It was. No. It starts off black and white. Yeah, like the first 15 minutes. Yes, it's the first, <laughs> movie, color. To, it's the first movie to be colorized. But the point is, hipsters avoid things that are popular. That's still popular. Uh, yeah, but it's old school popular, which again goes back to hipsters. I mean, eh, I don't think they would. Vinyl, vinyl is extremely popular, and hipsters still fucking Vinyl's do it. Vinyl's not that popular. It's extremely popular. No, only among fucking audiophiles who think it actually sounds better when they've proven it wrong. <laughs> there were people that my father was talking about this. There's people that said they were like such super audiophiles. Vinyl sounds better, and I can tell the difference between a vinyl and a CD. Mm. So they put the little record pops in a CD and played it and he's like that's the record <laughs> yeah. he, he couldn't tell the difference that's funny uh, I, I don't think I would want to get vinyl I'm not that big of a fan it's it's neat but it wears out when you play them yeah 
So the needle it's, goes yeah. bad. The vinyl, the vinyl itself goes bad. goes bad. I mean, you got to think you're scraping the little bumps yeah. to get sound. So eventually those bumps are going to wear down. My grandmother used to play that shit extremely loud in her house. I used to was... play them all the time because my dad had a record player and that's what was around when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I was alive when fucking cassettes came out. <laughs> <laughs> so When cassettes no. were big. I remember when compact discs were like starting off and everyone's like, it's the future. And now I look at it and everyone's like, we, oh, I got to this debate with my friend. Everybody's once like over burning, movies. burning disc was like such a big thing when I was I got, younger. Yeah. We used to listen to the radio and keep our finger on the record button, hit record for, on a cassette to catch the songs we'd like to make a mixtape. When I was younger, I knew I was friends with some teenagers who had phones and what they used to do is they would make their own ringtones by listening to the radio. And then whenever their favorite song came yeah. on, they would record it with their phone yeah. and then use that as their ringtone. It was the most fucking uh, scuffed audio I've ever heard in my life. But that was the thing people did back then. I remember, you remember those flip phones? Not the not the ones that flip into two, but the ones where the screen Sliders. flips up. Yeah, and the, you had the keyboard. Yeah. I fucking, when I saw that, I was like, I, I can't wait to get older. I I'm going to get one of those. I have the kit, the back of one, the battery cover. Yeah. In uh, my memory box, because it's signed by uh, Little Jimmy Urine. Nice. I didn't have anything else from the sign. I'm like, sign my phone. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> then I got a shirt signed if I'm by him the second time I saw him. Now, now, years later, like, those things are fucking ancient garbage. And now we have smartphones and touchscreen and all this other shit. And honestly, I'm not going to lie, I liked the old phone when you had to push the button three times to get through the letters. I hate that. Because I, I used could to text do it. without looking away from the road. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's all muscle memory. And yeah, you yeah. just know, okay, I'm on two, boop, 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 do, 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 you knew where to push. On a touchscreen, it's smooth, you can't it's feel true. keys. There's no, that's fair, that's, that's a good point. Uh, it's just funny how... Even I could literally keep from the phone in my when I was a kid people. to now, there's so much difference, mm. and I'm not even Think that about old. it from me. I know, I know a lady who was I remember before internet. <laughs> what? I remember the days before internet and cable TV. <laughs> I knew a lady who was 102. So I got into this debate with a friend. It's wild. I got a DVD player when it first came out. Yes, it was like fucking 150 bucks, mm. and. uh um, I got into a debate with my friend when Blu-ray was coming out, because he was he was an Xbox fan, so he sided with HD DVD. Um, I sided with Blu-ray. Yeah. He's like, that's because you're a Sony fanboy. I'm like, no, it's not. I'm like, look at Blu-ray. Like, it holds more than HD DVD, and it's one of those technologies they call uh, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like future resistant. Oh, future proof. Yes, because. There's more layers on a Blu-ray disc than we can actually write to at this current time. I got you. What you're saying, yeah. So why would you go with an already out? Like when the Blu-ray came out and the HD DVD came out, the Blu-ray already made the HD DVD obsolete. Yeah. Why would you side with that technology? It got to the point where if you wanted to buy an HD DVD drive for your Xbox 360, Mm -hmm. it was five fucking dollars. (laughs) In a store, (laughs) brand new. Because it was like dead, like a year after it came out. Mm-hmm. And okay, we Blu-ray check. isn't dead; it's still used to this day. It's just yeah. not. A lot of people go digital now. 
Yeah, yeah. The well, the thing is, Blu-ray is technically, like we said, future-proof. Yeah. But they didn't plan for all straight digital coming. Yeah, they didn't so. know. Oh shit! Something you don't even have to have any physical stuff anymore. It's wild. Which kind of like I prefer physical games. Yeah, I get it. I this is weird. People like books over Kindles because yes. they like the smell of the book. See, this is where me and you kind of differ. You love physical copies for games. I like digital. You like digital copies for books. Uh, no, not technically. I will buy physical copies of books I love. Okay. That's why I have a fucking bookshelf. Yes. <laughs> a very small bookshelf, but yes. yes it's, I don't like many, many books. Yes. Only the Dr. Seuss ones. Uh, <laughs> go, dog, go. <laughs> go, dog, go. Oh. Um, but dog. I love physical books. I have a shit ton of physical books. Well, what I was going to say, it's funny because people talk any, about... Like, Kindle books. They like the feel of the book and the smell. Mm-hmm. I like the smell when you open a fresh game. <laughs> that toxic plastic going in your nose. <laughs> it just has a, it has a smell. You've opened a game. No, before. I know the smell. I like it. It's a it's a comforty feeling for me. I don't know if I like the smell of books. I do. I I do like books. Like I I still got to get a few because I got to finish off that one series over there. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, get back where we were. Yeah, maybe we should actually get back on the topic. Might be a good uh, idea. The second theory is accidental drowning. Which I don't buy either. So I can see it being possible, aside from this case, for the fact that she had to climb to the roof, climb to the top of the tank, open the hatch, if not already open, and then, because one of the guys says she was on a lot of drugs. Mm -hmm. At that point, she would get suddenly dizzy and fall into the water tank. Yeah. But then who shut it? (laughs) Who shut it, yeah. So this can't be accidental if the lid is fucking shut. It's very unlikely. Also, you know, if you're on that many meds, Very you're probably going to get dizzy before you get to that point. With all the, you know, climbing up the ladder and all this other shit. I feel like that's a little too many steps yes. for someone who is on a lot of drugs. Okay. Uh, third theory, substance abuse. Toxicology report said no traces of drugs or alcohol aside from her meds, which was also kind of lowly dosed because they think oh. she stopped taking it. So that case is closed. Oh, cool. So good to know that she wasn't even really high. Or drunk. Or drunk. Fourth theory is murder this is the one i'm going with mm-hmm. um it does appear she's hiding from someone in the elevator it doesn't explain the strange behavior she does but that again we don't know her personally so it's the true. way she's moving her hands could be how she moves her hands when she talks so i have seen people do I, this with yeah their hands, i i do it waving used, them around in yeah the when i was younger i used to do this a lot as a like uh, rotating my wrist joint in like a circle pattern but uh, I, I've but done it, was... it when I've talked to people do like weird hand gestures. Yeah. And so maybe she was talking to someone. We but it know. does seem weird when she was doing this because it, it seems like. She was trying to make herself look bigger, like an animal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I realize me doing this, no one can see, She's but I was kind of more his talking hands to in the ear. I'm putting my hands in the ear in a very weird fashion, but like when she does it, it seems like uh, like convulsion almost. You know, when also, people get like seizures and they convulse and everything seizes yeah. up. It seemed like that. Also, another thing she did. Which would kind of suggest that maybe somebody... Colleague. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw that. College. I know. What are you talking about? Anytime I see the word college, I, re- I read it as colleague. So here's something that I didn't hear discussed. But if you're trying to hide from someone and you push all the buttons in the elevator, they're not going to know what floor you're going to. She might not have meant to push the open button. She was just going right down the fucking row and hit the last button. Uh... You know? And that's why she yeah. kept going in and out. was probably like making sure nobody was following her. Yeah, maybe she knew sense. somebody was out there. Maybe they were saying something to her. That's why she was doing the weird hand gestures like she was talking to him, trying to t- 
tell him to leave her alone or something. And she pushed all the buttons, accidentally hit the stay open button. And then the elevator wasn't closing, so she left. And then they followed her, which <clears throat> could be that 50-second chunk of footage missing. Right. But my question with that is... Also... Go ahead. If you know this hotel, which a lot of seedy people do... Yes. You oh, would know how to avoid the cameras. I, I, I probably should have said this. I thought I wrote it down, and I didn't. Um, this hotel had a lot of drug addiction and yeah. drug problems. Uh, one of the guys in the documentary and says... And domestic disturbances. You don't go to the top floors because you will die. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's all I, drug dealers, and if you're in the wrong place, you're getting killed. I remember reading somewhere that the cops were called there every day for at least one or two calls. Yeah. That's how bad that place was. Um, yeah, like I was saying, though, if you're like a shady person, you would know. You where tend to pay are. attention to cameras, yeah. and there's not that many in the hotel. Shit, I'd pay. Attention it was to only in now. I'm not shady. That whole floor only had one in the elevator. Yeah, not that hard. My question is though, why? That's what? that's the only thing that's kind of why murder her. Why murder her? Look at Ramirez. He murdered anybody he wanted. But he was a serial killer. That made yeah. sense. This could be a serial killer they haven't caught yet. It's possible, but she's they the They say death. at any point in time, there's 50 to 100 serial killers active that we don't know about. Yeah, that's true. But I think uh, the guy who wants Facebook controls him. Mark Zuckerberg? Yep. So I have a theory about that. Oh, boy. I think... The lizard man controls He sits at killers? his computer yeah. looking at Facebook. Uh-huh. And you know how you pop on Facebook and say, you may know this person. Yes. He purposely puts serial killers together. <laughs> Serial killers don't work well together. Here's an interesting thought, though. I thought most serial killers don't work well together. Well, I got a theory about this, too. Okay. So now you have things like Airbnb. Yes. And you have things like Facebook, so you can communicate. Yes. You have things like WhatsApp, where you communicate, and it's completely encrypted. Yes. Which Facebook owns, by the way. I know. So what if serial killers... Say say I'm still living in New York, and I'm a serial killer. Yes. And you live in Florida, and you're a serial killer. Mm-hmm. And somehow we find each other on Facebook. And I say, look, they're getting, they're catching on to me. Do you mind if I come and stay in your apartment? You go to my apartment, and then the murders in these areas, MOs will change. <laughs> True. Could work. And then they'll think the original circular stopped killing, because these demos don't match his MOs. <laughs> or you evolved. Modus operandi. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, if it's a completely yeah, drastic yeah, yeah, change, yeah. it wouldn't be an evolved. Be oh, it's gone. It's a different person. I think that's why Mark Zuckerberg pushes them together. You may know this person. You may <laughs> like this person. It, you know what's funny? I always get that, and it's always funny to the people they recommend. Because it is more than likely people I do know. But it's people I don't I've... know any of them. Really? They'll be like, you may know this person. You have one friend in common. <laughs> Chances are I don't fucking know them. <laughs> I get a lot, and it's always... They're people I know, but I don't use I don't my... Know. <laughs> no, it's not that. One is my friend's dad. I get hurt him all the time. He's like, you might know this person. He's like, I do. They don't like <laughs> me. So, no, I'm not going to add them. Another one is, like, friends of a friend. Like, I know them, but not well enough to go, oh, hey, let me add you on A lot of mine are like, I know of them. Right. <laughs> but, okay, so, so another theory people have is that she was tormented by ghosts of people who died in the hotel. And her hand gestures showed her communicating with the spirit. Which, I mean, I guess it's plausible. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. Ghosts I, are That's real. what I said. I, that's plausible with that one. Plausible? Plausible. Which could have made her... They could have been telling her to go up there. And kill herself? 
I don't know. That's I mean, it's what possible. Psychotic people say voices are telling them to do this stuff. Maybe they're not psychotic. Maybe it's spirits. We don't. I need enough. that as a shirt. Maybe they're not psychotic. Maybe it's spirits. We should make that for the website, <laughs> for the podcast. That should be one of our shirts. Maybe it's not psychotic. Maybe it's spirits. We should make that as one. I of know what the episode shirts. of the next podcast is going to be called. Oh, getting cast. Maybe it's not psychotic. Maybe it's spirits. Maybe they're not psychotic. Maybe they're not psychotic. Yes. Maybe it's spirits. Okay, a sixth theory ties her murder. Did in... you hear that? That was my ankle. Not the popping. Oh. No. That was weird. A sixth theory: the spirits. I know. Or you're crazy. You're not, not psychotic. <laughs> it's just spirits. The sixth theory ties her the murder. Dick theory. In with a movie called Dark Water. Which I haven't seen. I haven't seen, but I've seen pictures but of it. It does have Jennifer Connelly in it, and I've always had a crush on her since I was a little kid. That's good enough. So I'll have to see it. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually saw clips of it, and it's spooky. Uh, the water gets dark, like the water in a Cecil. Her daughter's found dead in the water tank on top of the building. Oh, I'm pretty sure it is supposed to be. They said there's too many. They think it, it was the guy who wrote it, but didn't it come out before it? Dark. What is it called? Dark water. Dark water. I don't know. I'll go on with a seventh theory for now. Okay. Seventh theory says she was a guinea pig for a new tuberculosis medication since there was an outbreak. My question to this, can she? Can she be a guinea pig for it? It was like a secret. 2005 is when this movie came out. Yeah, it was before. Oh, my God. So one of the theories is that someone was reenacting the movie in a fucking twisted way is what they said. Now, Possible. the thing I'm st- about the guinea pig, I would be saying it would be one of those secret government things. Oh. That would be my thought. Did you know it's actually a ripoff? Of another movie? From... A Japanese movie. Well, yeah, most of them are. If it involves water and dark shit and kids, it's always fucking Japanese or Asian. Is that Mark Ruffalo? Is that fat Mark Ruffalo? Yes, that's Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> okay, so... This theory comes out because days after she was found dead in the water tank, there was a tuberculosis outbreak in Skid Row and mm-hmm. then the Cecil. So, and if you know, and if the government's going to be doing some secret shitty testing, that would be a place they would also do it. you would probably do it on a Canadian or someone who's not from there. Well, no, my thoughts were that they wouldn't use her because if she's going to be leaving, they can't monitor her anymore. That's true. But, um, some of the con- Conspiracy theorists say one of the this actually I'm not even gonna say this because it is called this. There's a test called the L A M dash E L I S A, the Lamb Elisa. Her name in literally her name. It's a test for tuberculosis. Now I'm gonna butcher the fucking name again. It you really me means lipoarabinomannan enzyme linked immunosorbent assay. I got that pretty good. Hey, look at that. <laughs> That's one of a hell of a. That's like a hell of a like one hell of a coincidence that it's just her name reversed. The yeah. test probably came out before she was born. <laughs> yeah, it, I, but I'm gonna keep that one in the back burner because that's kind of an interesting theory. But there's a lot of other that interesting things. She could have things. been a tuberculosis. Theory. Like there's a lot of other interesting things with this case. But what I you know I was gonna look this up, but I didn't think about it. What? What are the symptoms of tuberculosis? What are the symptoms of TB? Yeah, isn't it a blood problem? Is What's the one that makes your brain get inflamed? Inflamed? Yeah. The water uh, goes into your head and doesn't... The blood goes into your head doesn't come down. Let me look up symptoms of TB while you talk. Does that? It goes around down in Florida like every year. It's not tuberculosis. It's something else. 
because uh, our old senator or our old governor used to hide it. We had really? meningitis. Oh. Your brain gets inflamed, you die. He would hide cases of it from the, <clears throat> the government all the time. All the time. Every year he hides them. Uh, symptoms of tuberculosis. Okay. Is there anything about going like psychotic or crazy? Most people infected with uh, bacteria that causes tuberculosis don't have any symptoms. When symptoms do occur, they usually include coughing, sometimes blood tingling. Blood, blood tingling. <laughs> My blood itches. I've got TV. Blood tinge, weight loss, night sweats, and fever. Okay, so that's it. So, it's so, like a flu. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Did you um, know tuberculosis could be transmitted through the butt? I don't touch too many people's assholes, so yeah. I'm good. No, if you like sat where somebody oh, really? tuberculosis. Yes. So I know worms. this because... Uh, I mean, yeah. They come out the ass, they can go back in the ass. That's uh, true. Okay. Uh, the only reason why I know it can be transmitted through the you butt. Got it. Uh, from no. butt sex. No. Uh, it's because I used to work in an old people's home, and so we I. had to uh, clean up the chairs after every single person because of that. I had a super nice old lady in the one I worked in. There, well, there's always some. I had a lot of well, mean you know how, and nice old ladies. You know how. The lady who was 102 was really nice. You know, when they get senile, they start kind of reenacting what they did most of their life. Sure. They'll start redoing habits. Yes. So there was this little old lady, and she kind of looked like Betty White. <laughs> she used to be a seamstress. Uh-huh. So what she would do is, after breakfast, she would sit on the couch by the fish tank, mm-hmm. and she would take her socks off and fold them up and get all the wrinkles out. She'd get the wrinkles out of her pants. And when I came, it was before breakfast actually. Because when I would come up with the food cart, mm-hmm. she'd start following me and rubbing the wrinkles out of the back of my shirt, <laughs> and it just made her fucking happy. It made her day because that's what she did as a living. Uh, and then she was just kind of reenacting it, you know? I got you. So the nurse has asked me a few times, Does, is she bothering you? We'll get her to stop. I'm like, she's not bothering me. It's making her happy. Leave her alone. Yeah. <laughs> she's not hurting me in any way. Uh, this is like making her day. Let you, her do it. You know what some of the old people did at my... Masturbate in the hallways? I've seen that, too. Uh, I was in a fuck, more fucked up nursing home before that one. No, I was going to say they were flocking all the time. Like, not in front of people, yeah. but like... They, uh, I was in the oh shitty one, and they I had one guy, in the hallways. Ugh, I had one guy who would, every single time we'd be downstairs in the dining room, he would hit on all the waitresses and, like, all the women. Every time. He would offer the waitresses money to go up into his room with them like and they're we like had, ha, uh, ha 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 no no thank you the woman the seamstress lady was more of an upscale nursing home but mm-hmm. we had a guy that it was kind of violent oh and my ex's mother had to deal with him all the time fun so i kept trying to encourage the kitchen staff to give him a sharp knife because <laughs> he's <was> always <laughs> trying to stab the nurses with stuff <laughs> it's kind of fucked so okay now on to the eighth and the wildest theory which is the one i like the most but yes. i don't believe it at all I'm not saying it's UFOs, but, but aliens. Is that she was playing the elevator game. If you don't know the elevator game, I'm going to explain it. So take notes and go forth and play it. Go to another dimension. We should do it. This comes from Korea, by the way. We should do it. Okay, so well, here's the, how you do it first. Okay. First, it can be played with one or multiple people. But you need a building with at least ten stories. Mm-hmm. Or you can't do it. To start, you... And you and your friends, if you're playing with people, all get in the elevator. You press the fourth floor button. And then when the elevator arrives at the fourth floor, you don't exit it. If you or someone in the group exits, you must start again. If a stranger, like someone not with you, yeah. comes on the elevator, you got to wait for them to leave and then start again. And that's pretty much the same steps you do have to do on every one of the steps. So I'm not going to keep repeating that. Okay, so... 
Do you have to stay on Stay on, on this? the elevator. If anybody comes on, you got to start again. If anybody yep. in your group gets off, you got to start again. Okay. So just stay on it. And if someone comes on, start again. So now once you reach the fourth floor, if nothing goes wrong, nobody leave, none of your friends freak out and step off. You can't even step off. You stay that fuck stay on the elevator. The, yeah. If anybody comes on, if none of that happens, you're good. Once you're on the fourth floor, you press the second floor. When you get to the second floor, the same rules apply. If everything goes well, you press the sixth floor. When you get to the sixth floor, same exact rules. If everything goes well, you press the button to go back to the second floor. At the second floor, same damn rules apply. If all goes well, press the <clears throat> tenth floor. If you get when you get to the tenth floor, if everything's fine, you go to the fifth floor. At the fifth floor, same rules. But if a woman enters the elevator, do not look at her, do not speak to her, don't acknowledge her, even if she tries to talk to you, because she's not human. Oh, fun. If you talk to her or acknowledge her, she may decide to keep you. Oh, cool. Okay. So if all goes well, even if she's on the elevator now, <laughs> don't, don't look at her. Don't press don't the her. first floor button. At this point, the elevator will either ascend or descend. If the elevator descends to the first floor, you immediately leave the elevator and you do not look back. If instead the elevator ascends to the 10th floor. After you press the first floor button. Yes. Oh boy. That's how you know it worked. Yeah. You can now leave the elevator. If the woman entered on the fifth floor, she may ask where are you going or what's wrong in a high voice. Do not respond to her and do not acknowledge her. Just exit the elevator. If when you exit the elevator, you are alone, like if all your friends walk off and when you get off the elevator, you're alone, it worked. You're now in another world. Electronics will not work. Um, the other world, there may be no lights. The other world's identical to ours, except there will be no lights. You will be completely alone. Well, the lights may be on or off, but there will be nobody else basically in existence but you there. Mm -hmm. And through one of the windows on the building... Off in a distance, you'll see a red cross that lets you know you're on the other world. Interesting. Now, if you want to come back to this world, which you might as well because there's nobody there, which means there's nothing to fucking do. Yeah. In order to return back to the world. I don't know. I'll go to like Walmart or shopping centers and like try to steal the food or something like there's that. There's nobody in that world. There's going to be no product. There, there Just an empty, abandoned world. Where the buildings come from. That's, that doesn't explain this. It's just a fucking weird game from Korea. Oh, fucking Koreans. But if there's nobody there living there, there's going to be no food. They're going to be spoiled. It's gonna be it no could be money. like a, a be... post-apocalyptic world where everybody's so, dead. In order... I didn't make it up. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, Chris? Why yeah. didn't you make it up? In order to return back to our world, you must re-enter the same exact elevator. You follow the same steps. You press the buttons in order. Four, two, six, two, ten, five. But you got to go to each floor. Yeah. So you push the next one. Now on the fifth floor, you press the floor one button again. The elevator will now only go to the tenth floor. What you must do is as the elevator begins to ascend, you must push any other button below the tenth floor to cancel the ascension before you reach the tenth floor. Mm -hmm. Once you reach the first, because now it'll go to the first floor. Yeah. Once you reach the first floor, you have to look out the door. And examine everything. If 
anything, even the smallest thing seems wrong, you got to do it again. <laughs> Interesting. As so if it's not your... If you hear a weird sound, if something looks different, if something smells funny, you didn't get back home. So you got to go back to step two of the return process, which is going through every single step. Until the first floor looks identical to what you left. I gotcha. Like the door opens and you see the lobby. Everybody's standing there. Everything's normal. Everything sounds and smells normal. At that point, you can exit and you'll be back in the normal world. Also, you're not allowed to try it too many times because you'll start slipping through dimensions. Oh, fun. So so I love that theory that she's playing that. But, but it's, it's not, not likely. Real <laughs> at all. Hey, but I also like real. I also like things Parallel like this. dimensions are well, that's real. that's what I'm going to say right here, dickhead. <laughs> you said it's not real, so I was just giving you I facts. like things like this because I like to still think there's odd, weird, creepy things in the world. There's still magic in the world. Yeah. I mean, there is. Yeah, I like to believe that. A lot of people shit on that. Science has proven that there's multiple dimensions. But I don't think that's what happened to Elise. No. No. It wouldn't make sense. No. Because then how is she the tank? If that's what happened. Maybe she she came back to the woman that came on the elevator. Oh, maybe. She kept her. That's where she keeps him. In the, in the water in tank? In the water tank. <laughs> you become uh, her fish. That would be interesting, though. What happens? Oh, God. You I talk really... to her and she's like, you are now my goldfish. She's no, 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 no. She in no. the tank. What happened if there was a lady and, like, she started talking to you in the elevator? And you just ignored If her. you were playing it as a joke and that happened. And she's, like, choking and dying. Help me. And you're like. Don't look at her. Don't look at her. <laughs> I mean, if you're playing it as like kind of a joke and that lady happened. To come I, I know. I was thinking point, about this too. I'm like, kind of funny. At that point, I'm like, I don't care if it's not real. I'm fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm freaked out. I'm not saying shit. I'm not looking at her. I'm not looking at her. I don't know her. You ever seen Who those videos she? coming out of, I believe it's Japan recently, the pranks Mm-mm. where like three guys will get on an elevator and they'll put like bags over their heads like they're about to commit a crime and there's like a little Japanese girl there and she's looking around and she like pulls a bag out and puts it on her own head because <laughs> she just wants to you know fit in yeah <laughs> the B one was hilarious the B- oh I think the guy gets on one. with like three big white boxes and he's in a B suit yeah and he starts talking on the phone about these killer bees and he yes. drops the box he drops the box and, and the other he starts screaming the other guy to cover him protect his face and then when the guy covers his face he starts poking him with, with a needle needles yeah throwing confetti that. on him so it feels like bees flying around him I did see that yeah yeah there's a lot with the Japanese one you got to check it out like the I think it's Japan I can't be sure it's a it's a little elevator CCT key uh, yeah. camera so CCTT yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, there's a few other ones where they get on there and they like, they kind of persuade the person on there to do what they're doing, mm-hmm. and they usually end up doing it. Yeah, well, people have a mentality of always following the herd, um, and that's not like me going, "You damn sheeple." That's just it's facts. People want to fit in. Yep, it's really funny too because uh, have you seen some of the studies they've done and like. Uh, I don't remember which universities, but it's quite funny, the videos that they posted. Oh. There was one where they had everybody in a room, uh, and every time uh, a bell would ring, everybody would stand up and then sit back down. And one person was That's the... a little trend going on right now. Oh, is it? There's that song, that turnaround song. Bright Eyes? I don't know. What song? There's a song that plays in it. At one part, the chorus, the, the girl goes, turn around. Yeah, it's Bright Eyes. Yeah, but there's that song... 
and there's videos now where like there'll be all these people in like a bar mm-hmm. and right when it says that they all turn around and one guy doesn't know about it and eventually he starts turning with them. yes yes that's basically what the study was and it was really cool and funny to see because people do have a, they want to fit in no matter what even if it's something really weird and really strange and you don't get why they're doing it you'll still do it now um just to fit to in cut back the tuberculosis theory yeah part of it was uh that college it's got British a Columbia. major tuberculosis research center it's in a it. university not a college what's the difference uh universities do studies and such and well colleges are made oh, yeah, for okay. education and... but still it has it's got a major tuberculosis center research center ah. so that was kind of part of the theory UBC's okay now the other thing we saw i showed you Mm-hmm. was the thing about the library. I was going to bring up, do you want to talk about the library? So apparently people did, the, the bookstore she visits to buy a book, and then she's worried that it might be too heavy. Yeah. And one of the CCTV footages, they saw, I was going to say clips and footage, and I put them together as the footages. So Clippages. they saw two men approach her and give her a box. Yep. And when they found the box, it turned out it was just the book she bought. But people did some research on the bookstore called The Last Bookstore. Which, by the way... It's not. They even say on their website, we are not the last bookstore. <laughs> they say it right on their website. Which it's just is, a name. It's just... They I have know. unique books, though. So it's, I think that's kind of like a... funny that it's called The Last Bookstore. Funny. And that was her last bookstore. Oh, I guess. It's well, that we know of, she could have went to another bookstore. That's true. I mean, we don't know. Stop she judging her to... for reading. It's just a weird name I know for some a words are big and they hurt your head, but she can read if she wants. Like so, contrafibularities? Or antidiscoverantarianism? Ooh, you messed up so, a little bit. I didn't. I went too fast. So anyway, I can spell it <laughs> if you want. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, let's get back to the bookstore. Okay. So people looked up the bookstore, and they looked up through the register of the Whois. Yeah. And they found out that the zip code listed on the website, when they put it in the Google Maps... It's not a zip code. I just want to clarify. Area code. No, it's a postal code. Postal code? Yes. Is that what it said? Okay. Well, when I looked it up on Google Maps, it went to a point that was a cemetery where she's buried. Yeah, specifically. You know the town. Burnaby. Okay. Yeah, it went right to the cemetery she's buried in. So I went to research it last night to see if it was true. And everything that involves the owner's name and any addresses is all redacted for privacy now. It just says redacted for privacy purposes. Redacted for privacy purposes. <laughs> so, I don't know. Have what you will with that one. Yeah, it is weird. Though. And on that note, we probably been actually. Doing this did like you know? Three hours. I didn't. I didn't actually tell you this because I didn't think it was that interesting. But I, I got a pee, so make it quick. Uh, <laughs> Burnaby is also the place where her parents started a restaurant. Yeah, the Chinese restaurant. Yes, Wallaby. Last stop for Wallaby. What? It what was are you a, talking about? I think it was Wallaby. Wallaby or Willoughby. It was a Twilight Zone episode. Oh. You know that little tiny park? Oh, you're talking about the Twilight Zone episode where it's like purgatory or you're stuck it's, in the It's got um, that time the guy loop? from Star Trek. Yes, Riker. Uh, I don't remember no, his name. Riker. What do you mean not Riker? Captain Kirk, the first one. Oh. William Shatner. William Shatner. Was in that episode. Oh. Willoughby. It was Willoughby. Willoughby, last stop for Willoughby. Now, the funny thing, I was—I always say it every time I pass a goddamn Willoughby Park up by Lakeware Middle School. <laughs> every time we go by, I'm like, last stop for Willoughby. Okay, anyway, we got to go. Yes, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, if I you, don't. You don't hope they didn't enjoy the I episode. I hope you didn't. 
Oh. I hope this was I mean, hell for you. It was. Uh, if you'd like to contact us or follow our social medias, our email is arcanumobscuracast at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at arcanumobscura. And our Instagram is Arcanum Obscura Podcast. We are also working on like a website and stuff, and we have an umbrella name for both the podcasts. Yes, because so we have two we podcasts. So we do have an actual email for them already. Yep. So you can also contact us at, let me get the exact email for you. Mm-hmm. I like the name. We, Obscure we... Kitten Casts at gmail.com. You couldn't just get Obscure Kitten? No. Really? So I put casts. I'm fair enough. In case we have other ones added on some point yep plural okay so that's all i hope you enjoyed it i hope you had fun maybe you probably didn't learn anything new because this case has been around for a while yeah if you a lot of our cases have been around for a while yeah uh if <laughs> this you, one's been covered a lot yes it has but you know it's big again so i figured we'd talk about mm-hmm. it add in the theories because that's kind of you don't really hear too well much we do theories. know who actually committed the crime oh yes we do uh we, 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 we made the joke of leaving it as a cliffhanger but we will actually say who did it it was uh, the charcoal peddler. It was definitely the charcoal peddler. We, we have irrefutable evidence. Yep, charcoal at the scene. Yep. Charcoal in her palms. Goodbye. Goodbye.